Hello, everybody. Basement Sports Podcast, episode number 51. Got Holy a lot to crap, talk about. 51. Got a lot to talk about. Or do we? Or do we? No, we don't. Yeah. We we're not saying one damn word about Since we live in Pittsburgh. Because I'm already yes, sick of Yes, we are. I'm already sick of that shit. How do Pirates do, by the way? I told you, your fans are, are, are the worst, second only to Yankee fans. I won't disagree, but as a Philly fan, I'm, I get to watch World Series this year. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm never going to see that in my lifetime, so I've just accepted just that fact. Just wondering how the Pirates did. Yeah. Well, another 100-loss season, hooray, and no, no future whatsoever. Uh, no hope for the future. Well, so. you got, you know. No, we don't. You got no, two players don't. signed. No, one look, of them regressed. Well, one of them, like, they'll be gone. Like, Hayes, it, Hayes went know, backwards. Yeah, Hayes went backwards, and guess what? You can kiss Brian Reynolds goodbye because they're going to unload him because uh, basically Nutting would rather have, oh, how, how do I say this nicely? Nutting would rather have, um, like, a two hundred thousand dollar payroll if he could get away with it, like yeah. you know, and just is nutting on your eat a dick list. Oh, totally, totally. He, yeah, he's like, and first I got of all, Roger I want, Goodell. He's and a I lifetime wa- member. And I want to shout. I want to give a shout out again. I know I've mentioned this on the podcast to the uh, to the Twitter handle, not Bob Nutting. That guy he's is so freaking hysterical. He, that is one of the I best. Mean, he doesn't get, look, I'm telling you, I, I don't regularly do this, but follow that guy. He does. He doesn't get nearly enough likes for the shit he puts up there, which is so funny. He, I mean, he really so funny. is. And like how he ends his stuff with like, call 1-800-BUY-BOX, like go ahead and buy tickets. It's just great. I mean, well, just, just everything about awesome. him. Oh, I know. Like if the, if the Steelers win or something, Dude, he'll, I would he'll, make, l- he'll correlate it to a Pirates and say, due to the Steelers winning, we're now not going to sell ice cream. Or I, I would like love that. to have him on the podcast. Like, seriously, message me. M- message Basement Sports Podcast and let me know if you'd come on. because it'd Absolutely. Be, I, I would love a comedy hour to talking yeah. about the Pirates. And, and the thing that I like about him, too, is like he really, it's all comedy. And some of these clowns, on Twitter and shit like they have podcasts and stuff like that. But then you see them like throwing out political shit and I'm not, I'm not there for that. Like, and I don't post it's not that. The place I don't that. like that shit. Like I'll post a funny dog. I'll retweet a funny dog video yeah. or something, but like stay away from that. Like, I hope you all are listening to this to actually get away from the silly season of politics. Cause really I don't care. And this, is all, and this is all I'm going to tell you, and this is going to be the end of it. If you think any one of those assholes gives a shit about you, you are sadly mistaken. Yeah, go vote twice. And that's, that's, that's all I'll tell you. So anyway, let, let's go ahead and start with a World Series matchup. Let's, let's go ahead and talk about uh, Phillies and Astros. I mean, yeah. I know you're a big Phillies fan. What chances do you think they have against the Astros? Because the Astros look like a machine right now. Well, and I think they're better yeah. if you look at their lineup. Yeah. But the Braves were better. They beat the Phillies. Beat the Braves. Yep. The Mets were better. Mets didn't Phil- make it. Nope. Mets are out. The Dodgers were better. And they're out. So all the big teams, except for Houston, that won all those games, they're out. Yeah, but so, uh, Major League Baseball is having hot. a coronary that neither the Yankees nor the Dodgers. Yeah, well, the ratings the aren't going to be great. You know, yeah. Houston and Philly probably be one of the lowest rated World Series or not. But the Phillies got some timely hitting. There's no way. Their pitching staff is as good. There's no way their bullpen's good. Um, but you know how this works. You get days off when the World Series comes to travel. So you only need three starters and three bullpen guys if everything goes well. Right, right. Schwarber's hot. Harper's hot. Hoskins hit, is hitting some home runs. I think the big thing that's going to hurt the Phillies is their defense is atrocious. It's been, it's been bad all year. Right. I mean, Hoskins drops a throw to first base to complete a double play. He, it was just a throw. It wasn't in the dirt. It wasn't over his head. It was a regular throw to first base, and he gl- closed his glove pretty fast. He, he, he had a premature contraction. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> I think he had a – I think it was an aneurysm. And that, uh, apologies to everyone out there that had an aneurysm. Uh, it's just – yeah, he's bad. He's just a horrible well, he's, fielder. He's, and then you got Kyle Schwarber in left field. He's got to be better than any first baseman the Pirates have had, though. I mean. Not defensively. <laughs> yeah. Better than Pedro Alvarez when they had him uh, over first? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, he's horrible. Um, they're out, their defense is bad, the worst defense 
in the playoffs by far. But you don't know. You play the game. You know, Houston yeah. Houston looked good. So you know what that means? The Phillies are going to play. Yeah. And if the Phillies get swept, I still get a sweatshirt or T-shirt that says National League champions. Yes. Yeah. I do. That's true. Your 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 fan base is, is uh, like the worst, though. And oh there's uh, you ought to just be on what the I, Philadelphia what, Phillies what, like what Twitter I, board. What I experienced in that restaurant the night they clinched uh, the pennant. God. And where were you? I was at. Uh, I don't want to. Yeah, I was local. I don't oh, want to name okay. the facility. So there was a bunch of Phillies. Fan. There was one Phillies fan like running around to every table, giving every uh, every person the finger, calling them <laughs> losers. And like finally, the manager Until came the out and says, "Like up. you got to go. Yeah, it's time for you to go." And he's like, "Well, f you too." And you know, and as he went out the door, and then he threw like he grabbed somebody's popcorn off the table and threw it across the room. And like yelling, F all of you, you're a bunch of losers. Woohoo, Phillies of the World Series is went out the door, which is actually was kind of funny. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I was kind of laughing because my son was with me. And for anybody who doesn't know, my son has autism. So the great thing about him is he's blissfully ignorant to that kind of behavior. But he, I, was, I, I was just laughing. I'm like, man, this is this guy's entire life. Yeah. This is all he lives for. And then life. instead of being happy, he yeah. had to ruin it for yeah, everybody. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was it was pretty hilarious. But you know, and he was the only like nobody in the, here's the, there's there's TV screens everywhere. There right? absolutely was. And at the same time, I know exactly where you were now. Go the, ahead. Yeah, and at the same time, it's the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. and he's the only one in there playing paying attention to baseball right nobody else cared. we're in pittsburgh yeah nobody cared nobody everybody was watching tax football. day nobody right. watches baseball so in everybody's watching football everyone's watching a game that really there's no interest in kansas city or san francisco but it's nfl yeah. it's, which i'm going to get to a later point about this so <clears throat> you know there was a tv screen like right in front of me so the game was over and, and the whole thing went on and she came over, you know, to take our order. And I said, could you do me a big favor? Like, this is right in front of me. I'm watching this post game. First of all, I don't give a, I'm in Pittsburgh. I don't give a rat's ass about baseball. Secondly, I hate almost everything Philadelphia. Would you please get the manager to switch television number 16 yeah. to football, to which, she, which she nicely did. Like, I would watch a soap opera, like, mm -hmm. at that point. So she did. And I, and my son and I sat there and watched, uh, watched Kansas City pretty much dismantled San Francisco like for that point. I, I but, watched it and every time I turned a game on, the other team would score, so I was afraid I was jinxing them. So I turned it off the TV and was watching football and then just <laughs> was watching it on my phone, just right. like the updates right. and the right. scores. And, and then Bryce Harper. And then I yeah. thought, here we go. If they don't win this game and it goes back to San Diego, yeah. and Wheeler already pitched, Nola gets shelled. He's not a big game pitcher. He's Nola with a four-run lead is is done. He's toast. It's the worst if lead in baseball. If it's one-one, he's good. Right. But it's four nothing. He's coming out. He's getting shelled. Right. Um. So I'm watching it and I'm watching it and then I hear this ding on my phone because every time the Phillies someone scores in a Phillies game, I get a notification on the phone. Right. And it didn't say what happened. It just said Phillies four, Padres three in the eighth. And I went, oh no! And I turned it over just to see Bryce Harper trotting around the bases. Right. Right. And then, of course, I had to watch the last inning when that piece of shit Robertson comes in from the Phillies bullpen, strikes out the first guy on a horrible call by the umpire. And yep. I'm thinking, that, yeah, that what a break. A and then he walks two guys in a row. Right. You just took a two-run lead in the National League Championship playoffs with a with a date in the World Series, and yep. you walk two guys. Yep. He couldn't even throw it. His fastball's only like 93, but his curveball's like 78. Yep. So if you throw two curveballs in the dirt, that ninety three looks like a hundred and three. Mm -hmm. He couldn't he couldn't get it anywhere within six. That umpire was so bad he couldn't even get it close enough for him. Was that it? Was that Angel Hernandez? It was not. <laughs> Angel will never get another playoff game. No. <laughs> so anyway, they brought in a guy and I'm they brought in a starter and I'm thinking, oh boy, here we go. First, that's with one out, the worst hitter for San Diego who had a really bad uh, year, Grisham. Yeah. Bunted. Now, they say he tried to bunt for a base hit. He didn't. Yeah. Uh, he's, he knew he wasn't going to hit him in, so he bunted right. him to put him in second and third with two outs. Right. And then he got 
uh, Aaron Nola's brother, yeah. the catcher for San to Diego, Austin Nola, to fly out. I, and when he hit it, it was a bloop. Yeah. And I went, oh, there's no way there. that's dropping in. Yeah. And then I see Segura going out and Castellanos coming in, and he yeah. finally called it. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to – no way. He's got to drop this. <laughs> and he caught it, and I let out a beller, a, a woo, and a yay, and a scream with my windows open, and nobody called 911, thank God. <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited. This they're not these guys finished third in their division. Yeah. So they shouldn't they have no business being in there. But the one thing I can tell you about baseball and their expanded playoffs, you know, there's a, a lot of a teams that are out that everyone thought were gonna win it. It's about getting hot at the right time. Just and like everything else. Yep. You exactly. go into the hockey playoffs, you gotta have the hottest goalie. Yeah. Um there's nothing different about it. It's um I gotta admit. I won't mu- watch much, if any, of the World Series. Like, I mean, I, I didn't I just, think I've watched a game the last yeah, five years. I, I just, I, it's baseball has become, and I, and I think that what I experienced in that restaurant, not the douchebag that, you know, did everything, but the, um, it, it was really a microcosm of baseball versus football. And you look at like even the TV ratings, like, you know, football is going to get higher ratings even for a regular season primetime game than a Major League Baseball World Series game. Uh, any, yeah, any and if day you look the at the Thursday night NFL games, they've been putrid. Oh, terrible. And the Broncos have been not three even, of them. And they're not even on, on network television except for the markets that are playing. Yeah, it's prime. It's prime. And they're getting huge numbers. I mean, there people is, are joining prime just for the football. It was 10-9. Yeah. And then 12-9. Right. And then it was some godly thing like 12-10. Like, they're, they're, I don't know if they scored a touchdown the first three – Three prime weeks. Last week's game was better. Last week was better. Yeah, it was better. Yeah, upgrade. Yeah. And and the funny thing is that first game, sitting there watching uh, Goodell and uh, and Jeff Bezos (laughs) in the the suite, sitting next to each other, and Bezos got that bimbo, (laughs) like, with him. The one that made him divorce his wife. The one that made him divorce his wife, and she looks like... She's had more Botox injections than Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't oh, think I that was that. humanly possible. Yeah, I doubt that. But, like, holy hell. Like, it's just, the NFL is just, it's it, and there's not, like, a close second except for college football. Yeah, but if anyone you know? would screw it up, it would be Goodell. Yeah. Because yeah. he does, he's never done anything well, he proactive. Just re- he's, just, he's going to get re-upped again. The only one who voted against it was Jerry Jones. And the only he's reason a- he voted against him is they upped him a year early. Yeah. Yeah. He said, well, why do we have to do this now? Do you think Jerry Jones, really, in his heart of hearts, he wants to be the commissioner? No. Okay. He wants See, to be like, the owner, general I, manager, and coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he's re- that's why he's, they can't win anything. He's excellent at it. <laughs> yeah. That's why they That's why they can't. He okay. hires Mike I, McCarthy. Okay, speaking of the, Cowboys, speaking of the Cowboys, I, I, have a, I have a major bitch that to bring up right now, and I think I might have. I posted this on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, but. So your Cowboys beat the Detroit Lions. On Sunday. Yes, last Sunday. Who are not necessarily like the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, no, not Detroit quite. might be like just a layer below them, right? I'm being facetious, folks. But I watched CBS foot, you know, CBS postgame with Coach Cower and the fellas. Literally, they spent 20 minutes analyzing Dallas beating Detroit and about the wonders of Dak Prescott and he's back and oh my God, it was like, holy shit. It was like they won the Super Bowl. I'm like, are you guys kidding? Do you know how many you, you, how, are, how many and, people like the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, no, I understand. But, 50% uh, but, of the viewers no, turn I, into that to no, watch no, the Dallas I, Cowboy I highlights. Totally, I totally, I get it. But, but, and that's what they're going toward. Meanwhile, a more interesting story is the continued meltdown of Tom Brady. And, yeah. like, you know, and, and the fact that him and the Buccaneers lost to a team that just had a fire sale. Okay. And they didn't and lose. It, and, no, they, they got, got crushed. crushed by 18 points. Mm-hmm. Like that game, and, and you look at the stats of that game, it isn't even close. No, it was horrible. And, and 
like that's a story. Like to me, as a former journalist, that's a story. You well, know, it, but it, it's Tom Brady. They're right, and but they were chasing ratings. Absolutely. They and and I'll, I to your point, there were a lot of people watching that post game than people that were even over watching the the four no the four twenty start. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, the two teams that travel the best in the entire NFL are Dallas and Pittsburgh. Right. They did. Doesn't matter what city you're in. It doesn't matter what time the game is or day of the week. And they didn't have anything to talk about Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh wasn't playing until Sunday night. So they didn't have anything to talk about because nope. that whole pregame fiasco is NBC. Well, the story yeah. was that, that Dallas went 4-2 and two with a backup quarterback. Which was impressive. And that's and not easy to no, do. No, they not. didn't beat a they lot didn't, of – they no. didn't beat everybody. And no. they lost to Philly, the one team that they played. Right. But what I can say about Philly is with their weird, quirky college offense where they're faking shit left and right. And right. Jet sweeps, which should more be outlawed. Than, more All than, that more than Matt crap. Canada does. Yeah. But, but, and then the second half, Philadelphia scored seven points. And right. if you go back and look at Philly's games, they're beating people in the second quarter. Yeah. Detroit came back on them. Your right. lowly Detroit brought that back to within the, a seven points with two minutes to play. Right. You know how I know? Because they bet on Philly to cover, and they didn't. Right. Uh, Philly blew a big lead. Every game they've played, they've blown double digits lead. Will they blow a big lead the against half. the Steelers this week? No. <laughs> um, they don't. Here's the thing. They don't match up with the Steelers well because the Steelers can't stop the run. Yeah. Again, yeah. Alu Walu, that guy's a – He's not. Know. He's not even starting. I don't even know who's in his body, but it's not the same guy that was well, in there two years ago. He had a horrific injury last year. I he, mean, he shouldn't. But might, he's he shouldn't be starting. No, he's but not, his he's replacement's not. not good. No, no. Um, and Hayward has not been good. You know why? Because he's getting double teamed. Because no one else can get do anything if they double team him. I, you know what though? When he has been single, when he's been single, he's been dominant. Like he right. But is. You, there's no reason o- to go single coverage. But, but Ogunjobi isn't in on every snap. Right, like he's still. I think and he's, he's still, still good. Yeah, he's still good. Yeah, but, but he doesn't play enough. No, no, he's not in there enough. And they have no pass rush without Watt. No, and he actually, and uh, Watt actually practiced on today, Wednesday, for like the first time since yeah. you know. And he's now not he's, coming back. He's in his twenty-one day win. Well, he look. just didn't he have just have an operation on another issue. Yeah, but it was his knee. But it was just for cleanup, and you can recover from that in a couple of weeks. All right, he's you not know, playing for a Cal- while. Uh, Calvin Johnson, uh, Calvin Austin the third. He's he's done for the year. Like they didn't they didn't bring him back because, and, and once again, Tomlin's treating injuries like like hockey teams do upper yeah. body lower body, and so Austin must be injured a lot. He's worse not. Than we thought. Here's the thing: he's not ready to play, no. and they don't think he's going to be ready to play because he doesn't practice. Well, or everybody kind of jokes that well, he's not playing because Canada doesn't know how to insert him into the. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's fast. Canada won't want him in. The, why would you want him in the just, lineup? Just jet sweeps left right. So when he comes in, they jet do a sweep jet sweep, left, and jet he sweep, leaves. Right. And he's done. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, the Cowboys, uh, as a Cowboy fan, mm-hmm. they've had an okay year. They're 4-2. and two. Um, They still got a shot at beating Philly. I don't think Philly's a world beater. Philly, mm-hmm. Philly's young coach, they don't do well adjustments at halftime. Like, every game they've done, they sputtered the second half. Well, the Steelers don't. The Steelers don't do any adjustments either. Let me so. just start right now. The two people that are stealing money right now in the NFL are Matt Canada, mm-hmm. the offensive coordinator at Pittsburgh, who is, has a high school offense. Yeah, He doesn't even do motion to see if they're in a man or a zone, like right. every other team does. Right. They're, Andy Reid has four guys in motion. Yeah. They're not only is it man-to-man, but he's going to tell you who's covering who. So then you found then, – then Mahomes knows if there's a linebacker on a tight end or a linebacker on a running back or a receiver. receiver right. Right? Matt Canada doesn't do shit. He moves his tailback to the left or right, which doesn't matter because they can't block for him anyway. Right. And then whoever the general manager is in Green Bay should be on the street. Now, they don't have an owner, so who fires people in Green Bay? The fans. The, they have the a board? Stock, the stock, uh, yeah, they do. I okay. mean, apparently. So who, whoever the manager, the general manager of Green Bay, and I didn't even take the time to look him up because he's a douche, decided, here, you you can have our producer look it up if you can hear uh, me back there. Right. The producer. But here's his game plan for this offseason. Let's trade Devontae Adams. Right. And get nobody back for him. Brian Gutekunst. He's a Gutekunst, all right. Gutekunst, yes. Is that German for a hole? I, I don't know, but it must not he be very is, good. He's horrible. 
You trade Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he might have been a free agent. You couldn't pay him and Rodgers, right? Probably, because right. Rodgers making $40 million or whatever it is. I would have let Rodgers go at the whatever, end. Whatever, right? Yeah. But if you're going to trade him, how do you go into the season looking at your receivers left after the draft and you get two rookies? Yeah. You have no t- Go ahead. Name Green Bay, start tight end, and go. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. And you follow football. Yep. I don't know who it is either. Their best player is Aaron Jones. And two weeks ago when they lost, he had four carries. Yeah. So they decided to drop back and throw to the receivers that nobody knows ever heard of. And they lost. So either Aaron Rodgers went from MV- back-to-back MVP player to the worst quarterback in, in the league. Yeah. Or the general manager, he has nobody to throw to. How does he still have a job? Yeah. So when you're laying out your season on paper and you go, let's look at our let's look at our roster. Yeah. Devontae Adams, well, he's gone. So who do we got at wide out? You got Joe Blow, Joe Schmo, and whoever this guy is, nobody knows. Right. And you're okay with it. Let's roll with that. Not only that, but that's we don't have a tight end. And not only that, but the best player in our team we aren't going to use. That's the Green Bay Packers. Right. How? These guys are getting paid millions of dollars to do a horrible job at their job. Matt Canada, I wouldn't let him be the offensive coordinator at Gateway, <laughs> the high, which is a high school here in Pittsburgh. Right. He's not good. No. He's never been good. He was at Pitt. He wasn't good. And when he did he have had some lot teams, of, look at the NFL guys he had, he had when he a was lot at of Pitt. Talent. Right. Okay, but how many years ago was that? Right. Is that, that was four? 2016. So, yeah, I was six. Six. It was the last time he did anything well. Right. And he had, I don't know, he had James Conner at running back. I can tell you that. Right. He had three NFL players. This was what came from uh, Aditi Kinkobala. Uh, Say was that three on, times. Was on the, yeah, I know. I, I'd actually, uh, Aditi, I doubt you're listening, but we'd love to have you on the podcast. She is. It, she is extremely knowledgeable and and uh and what's going on but she was on the fan on 93.7 the fan pittsburgh and said that canada will be out as offensive coordinator with another bad game in philadelphia on sunday and and this i mean it kind of makes sense because they'd be going a into week? a bye week they'd be going into a bye week all right who cares so i i don't care if you no, but, wait to the no, bye week or not what are you going to install right and now, what are you going to do? You have a rookie quarterback starting. You have a, a you have wide receivers and only your only receiver that that your receiver that runs the best routes drops balls on a regular basis. Okay, listen, that's okay. not new. He just didn't start no, dropping no, balls. No, no, I understand. So Pittsburgh's organization, who remember their GM. They let him pick players even though he was leaving. Yeah, okay. which I thought was Asinine. a huge mistake. Right. And now, and then they decide to spend the money on the receiver that drops balls. Yep. And guess what? This year, they're mad because he's I, dropping balls. I would have never given him that contract Absolutely extension. not. No but way. But that's what I'm saying. These I'd guys have told him still like, have look, jobs. I, I'd have said, look, man, play for your next contract this year. Go ahead. And the you general know? manager in Pittsburgh. Didn't pick him. He no. didn't sign him. No. It's all the guys they let go that was yeah, retiring. That, that was retiring, right? And and you know that. Um, oh shit! I know Omar Khan is the new general manager, but there's a, a director of player personnel. Yeah, that younger came from, kid came from Philadelphia. Yeah, he, he actually helped build that Super Bowl team. Um, you know, I, I, we'll we'll see. I mean, you, you you can't lay this at their feet for sure, but I will be curious. And I'm not. I have. I am fully expecting the Steelers to struggle, their offense to struggle against Well, let me just tell you this. Mike Tomlin looks like a completely different coach when you don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Agreed. Bill Belichick looks like an average coach because he doesn't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. Go down the list. Yeah. All these great coaches and brilliant minds. Bill Belichick couldn't figure out how to beat the Bears. Uh, a and no, B stop the Bears, and it wasn't just got beat by the Bears. The Bears they haven't got, scored thirty three points in the last three weeks combined. Yeah, <laughs> their best play is Justin Field drops back, tries not to get his head ripped off, and then scrambles out of bounds for twenty. That's their only <laughs> offensive play. Right. They have one receiver. His last name's Mooney, 
and they have a running back that's okay because I think their offensive line is actually good run blocking. Mm-hmm. They're not good pass blocking. <laughs> no, they're good run blocking. They're, good, no. they're all road graders. Yeah. So what do they do? They drop back to pass 40 times. It's, this is just they're, they're overthinking the room. Um, and it's football has been really bad this year. I can it count on been. one hand how many really good football games there were. Um, I will say uh, what I will say is Buffalo and Kansas City was a was a good football game. Absolutely. It was a really good game. And actually, Buffalo and Miami was a really good football game. Yeah. Um, There's been a couple. That's two. There have been here and there. Um, but Baltimore and Cincy was a good football Baltimore game. Baltimore and Cincy was, was a good game. Uh, Baltimore and Cleveland this past weekend yeah, was, 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 was not a bad football game. Uh, but we're not, but we're not talking like every Sunday no. they got all these games. I quit watching Thursday night games. Yeah, they were ter- just awful. Like I'm not even turning it on. And no. a, a the Phillies were on one night for playoffs. I watched them, and then the hockey season I wa- started. I watched a Penguin game yeah. instead of. Thursday I I'm not turning that shit on. No. Denver's been on prime time three times, and they yeah. haven't scored a touchdown yet. I don't they think they are horrible. Russell like, Wilson, like they're on. Prime time more than the Steelers usually are prime time because Russell Wilson because Russell and he's been horrible. And my buddy Colin Cowherd, you know, I talk to him a lot. Oh, he's an asshole. At the beginning of the year, he says they're going to the Super Bowl because of Russell Wilson and uh, that defense. He, he, and now he's backing up, saying, "What a bad football game on Thursday he a, night." He worships Russell Wilson because he played for his hometown team. I know Seattle. That's, where, he's bro- that's why where he lived. That's why he always does like but a, it a slash, so bad. a slash and burn on the Steelers every week because he's still bitter about the Super Bowl against Seattle. It's, but I mean, it's just they have. How hard is it to find an offensive lineman? I'm talking one. It must be hard because every team does it, and there's a lot of bad offensive line play. There's a, a lot of bad offense. And obviously, I thought early on terrible. the defense is always better than the offense the first few weeks of the season. Well, yeah. we're in seven now, and the offenses can't catch up other than Buffalo, Kansas City. I don't know of another one. Miami had a great, has a good offense, but do you see them on Thursday, on Sunday night? They yeah. got out to a 13 nothing lead and quit. Yeah. Yeah. It's been horrible football. Yeah, it's been really, really bad. I mean, and for 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 <clears throat> Steeler fans, it's been really, really frustrating. You know, and you know, there's all these rumors that go around about like, okay, who's is there going to be anybody traded at the trade deadline? I'm like, oh my god, this isn't MLB, this isn't NHL. There's not like a shit ton of activity that goes on at the trade deadline. No, but uh, having there's said not. that, would if you the make Phil- a move? Yes. Right. If I am Pittsburgh, yeah, there's nobody safe. I got nobody. J.J. Watt's untouchable. Right. It's not J.J. T.J. T.J. Too many initials in that family. No, Derek is Derek. (laughs) So. They have a fullback that they don't use, but please go on. Yeah, well, he he can be had, too, for $4 million a year. Look, there's nobody on your roster. If you want to keep Pickett and Mm -hmm. you want to keep Watt, I'm good with it. There is nobody else on that roster this year that if someone said first rounder is safe. Yeah, I get rid of anybody that wants them. Now I don't get rid of certain players for a fifth rounder. Right? No, I don't. Who would you take for Chase Claypool? What would I take? Yeah, I mean, what what's the minimum you would take for him? Third. A third. Someone offers me a third, he's gone. He's out the door. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a couple more names out there. You tell me what. Yeah, I take a third for Claypool. Okay. Uh, Terrell Edmonds. (laughs) Oh. Now I gotta tell you, he's played well. I thought he's so far. He's had a solid year, which it, isn't good enough. It no, doesn't I, matter. I understand, but in the Tampa Bay game when he stepped in and he had to lead when Minka was out, yeah. he was really, really absolutely impressive. not going to yeah. make a difference in wins. Okay, no, I, I How get. Mu- what would I take for him? Yeah, what would you take? Another third. Yep. Okay. Another third, third round pick. Um, Alex Highsmith. Fourth. Really? The NFL sack. It doesn't it. matter. Pittsburgh doesn't matter. How long is Alex High? Heis- George, George Highsmith Pick- is only Pick- good because George Watt Pickens. Hurt. George Pickens. Oh, uh, he. I would keep Pickens because yeah. he's on so he'd be no another, money. He'd be another Put him one. on the list. Yeah. Because okay. he's no money right. and he can catch. Right. Although there's nobody can get it to Pat him. Pat Fryermuth. I would want a second, first or second for him. Okay. But I would dump him. He's not helping. 
Yeah. You can get a tight end off the waiver wire. Yeah. Doesn't matter if nobody Nashi, can throw you the Nashi ball. Harris. You'd have to get a first. Okay. Because you picked him so high. Right. Uh, he's not playing like a first. No. But And would I trade him? You're absolutely right. I would trade him. Right. Give him to San Francisco if they didn't take McCaffrey. I just said, give me your first rounder and you can have Najee. Yeah. They screwed up taking him in the first round. Right. You told me, I told you about that, yeah. pe- picking him in the first round. Yeah. And then you go back to the general manager who shouldn't be, who is leaving, yeah. decided to A, sign a quarterback that stunk in Chicago, and then pick a quarterback with your first pick, mm-hmm. even though you had no linebackers and no linemen. Right. And they're wondering why their defense isn't as good. Right. It all starts, like, for offense to me, like, this is just me, you, you, you do need to have, if you don't have, if you, if, if you do not have a franchise quarterback, you, you need to have a good quarterback. Okay. You can't have an average quarterback. And what made them think that Trubisky was a good quarterback? I, I agree. Now for offense, for me, when it comes to the running game, the running back, running backs are overrated. Everywhere. You, if you have a stud offensive line, that's where you're investing your money. To me. You should. Yeah. I mean, when, when the Steelers had the Pounceys and the DeCastros and the Villanuevas when he was good, mm-hmm. that was an offensive line. And think about it. Everybody that does it sets up the pass with you run it, with you, you run, run it. it. If yeah. you can get four yards a run. Yeah, you got to bring somebody down in the box, and and then somebody is going wide open. And if even not, you play action pass on third and two. Do you you know I saw an interesting stat on the Miami game when Pickett on the plays where he went play action pass. Yeah, he was. He, he was eight for eight. Just gonna say he didn't miss. He didn't miss. But who the hell's fallen for the play action pass? Because Renaji can't run the ball, <laughs> and actually, in a lot of ways, Jalen Warren has been better. And he's also been better in pass protection. He's been oh, he's a hell for of a five foot eight. Yeah, he depleted a dude last week. I know, but in that my point is, I think Najee Harris was hurt with that. Yeah, List plantar Frank, fasciitis, whatever. whatever it is. Yeah, uh, he's been hurt since training camp. Right. I don't think he's one hundred percent. You've heard I people say that's it. He, he shouldn't is. be playing. No, um, but Tomlin, you don't. Well, I forget what his analogy was. What was it? You don't squirrel those nuts. Uh, <laughs> You don't live in do your something fears. before you do something. You don't live in your fears. And I forget what exactly what he's <laughs> saying. Um, but anyway, his thing is, it's he's old school, right? Where you got to play guys in the preseason. Um, if you don't practice, you don't play. Well, I got news for you. Mm. If your best player can't practice Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, or Thursday, but he says I'm good to go Friday, and he kno- he's been in your system, he knows. Let's just say it's a, a pass rusher. You're telling me if he doesn't practice on Wednesday, even though he's good on Friday and Saturday, he's not playing? So, you, you like, look at Micah Parsons. Like, you're not telling me you're not going to play him if he's ready. But he's been playing league. hurt. Yeah. I'd, pl- I'd play You him. know what? You know what I say to him? You're not practicing at least until Wednesday. Right. It's not like we're changing a play. We're adding a blitz. Right. You're not going to a wedding on Friday night and missing your team's walkthrough before a game on Sunday. And, that has, and I don't even think that matters. <laughs> How many times have you done something Friday night and Sunday you went, oh, yeah, well, that, I screwed that up because I did this on Friday? No, it's two days. No, usually on Friday. It's, it's a hangover. It's a Friday night. I got so messed up. I, you know, I was, I was, but then I'm just a wreck on Saturday, but by right, Sunday, I'm by good. by Sunday, you're good. <laughs> you and got all the not poison Not only that, but you. he's the best quarterback to ever play the game. So it's Understood. on the play with the same playbook. They didn't install anything on the Friday night he went to a wedding. No. No. Yeah, and and they're horrible. Okay, so let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. And, and I mean, probably a lot of the guys that you would want to pick are not reachable right now. But the Steelers have a rookie quarterback starting, and to me, I've seen flashes from him. That you know, I, I look. He's a rookie. Jury's out. We've we've talked about it before. You go from college football to pro football, those windows close a lot faster. And these guys that you're playing against every single week, even if it's the Detroit Lions and the Jacksonville Jaguars of the world, those two teams could still beat the shit out of Alabama. 
if they played him. So here's my question: You got a Ken, you, you're talking like you've got Kenny Pickett, okay? You you're not going to have Matt Canada, but you got to hire an offensive coordinator, even if you don't have a name in mind, or if you do. I, but I like what? What kind of person or coach or background do you want to bring in to coach somebody like him? Do you want like a young up and comer? That's, that's I do. Okay. I want a young, but I want someone that I think has spent time in the West Coast offense. Okay, because they spread it out, and then he can use his legs. Yeah, great. You if you spread out and go four wide shotgun, mm-hmm. and they blitz. Okay, you got four guys covering receivers. You got four pass rushers, and mm-hmm. then they blitz. That's five, six, seven. That's nine out of the eleven guys are coming. If you get a right hole, you're going to get 20 yards. He can run. Right. He can he can run very well. Right. I want him to spread it out more, but I also need someone that realizes that on third and one and third and inches, you don't go to shotgun. Why right. do you have to do one or the other? How much hard? These guys have all taken snaps under center at right. some point in their life. Right. I don't care if you went to a college that plays West Coast and you don't get under center. You did in high school. Yeah. Okay. How how many? Uh, Preseason snaps would it take you to take put your at, your hands under the center's nut crack and hike it a couple times to figure out you can do it. Right. I want to see a four million dollar fullback on the field on third and one. Yeah. They signed this Watt kid and he doesn't play. Yeah. Oh well he's good in special teams. Tough shit. He can also be a fullback. Yeah. That's we, what he does. We got a lot of guys on the practice. Even squad if that you fake it to him, somebody on the defense thinks it's third and short, they're gonna run behind the fullback. Right. So you do it once, the first time on third and short. Even if they stop you and you put in another fullback in, you got to think they might put it, give it, follow the fullback. And actually, the one time that they actually let Pickett sneak it, it actually went for two or three yards. And they, it doesn't they, even matter. I don't even got, care about you know, the sneak. No, but I'm just saying they had Watt in there, but all he did was like get behind Pickett and push, push. him. <laughs> okay, they're all doing that now. That's right. Philadelphia has not not converted a third and two or less because they pushed. Same play. Yeah. They pushed Jalen Hurts forward on every play. Right. No one stopped it yet. Right. But why do you go shotgun on third and one? Now it's third and six because he's five yards behind the line of scrimmage. If that's how you want to play first and second down, it's fine. Even third and four, that's fine. Right. How when it's third one and third and two or third and inches, you don't put a fullback in the game just means you don't get football. Yeah. You don't do it. So I don't want some young guy that just has this comes from wherever. Uh, the offensive coordinator at uh, Arizona State or Texas Tech who throws the ball every down right, out of the shotgun. I need a guy that, that spreads the offense on occasions, but also smart enough to do a fullback, God forbid, an eye formation right. on third and short. Uh, God forbid, on third and short, you hand it to the fullback first man through once in a while. Yeah, I'm not talking every time. Right. I'm talking once out of every five times you give him the ball. Right. The other four times, three times, you give him the lead blocker. One time, you fake it. And then you do a slant over the middle. This isn't hard. Right. But these professional coaches overthink the room. Mm-hmm. Because if I tell you, Greg, I want to use a fullback and I want to go follow him, well, the defense is going to be all over that. They're going to follow the fullback. Okay. Do you know how many times Pittsburgh, back when they had a good team, and they had Le'Veon Bell. They said, it's third and one. They're going to run it to win the game. And you know we're going to run it. Yeah. You just got to stop it. And they couldn't stop it. Yeah. If they know where it's going, but you got good blocking and you, you got mm-hmm. a fullback leading them through the hole, okay. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Then it's man on man, hat on hat. Let's, and God yeah. forbid you had a running back that can jump cut if he has to. Right. Uh, or you had a Jerome Bettis that could just Just run knock over a guy you. down. And right. I think Warren could be that bowling ball. Yep. So I, I, I want an offensive quarter. First of all, the jet sweep should be a trick play, not a five-time-a-game in your playbook. Right. It's not the first play you learn in, in training camp. Matt Canada's offense does jet sweeps. He did him in college. Yeah. Way to go. Well done. <laughs> right. Now they don't even use motion. So uh, watching those guys, it's frustrating because That's he still it- has a job. And I don't know if it's because he's got pictures of Tomlin. Uh, what's going on there with that relationship? Because Tomlin seems to like him. I I actually went ask Dee that question. I I I actually went I went back and watched the Pitt Clemson 
uh, game down in down in Clemson with James when James Conner and Nate Peterman when they, they beat him when they beat Clemson. I don't know what's happened, but like they did like a lot of motion and multiple sets and and like what's happened like I'm just sitting there looking at that. It's like why can't this Steeler team do that? Because he went downfield a lot in that game, and he used. He used, well, you know why? Because you use the jet sweep in a good running game or running it up the middle to make the linebackers come up. Yeah, I understand. But he was doing a lot of that pre-snap stuff. Mm-hmm. To see who was guarding who. Who was guarding who. And he doesn't do it here. But you got I mean, you, to your point, look at Andy Reid with Mahomes. Like Mahomes knows who he's throwing they've it to. Moved, they've moved damn near a, a 10 guys yep. before that. Dude, last game, snap. they had Kelsey, a tight end, and then two receivers started on the left. And he said so he got to the line of scrimmage, and they all three got up and moved to the right. Yeah. And then one came back. Yeah. No, that's just not window dressing. The reason he came back to see who followed him. Right. And if the cornerback who followed him back to the left side, that let, that means that Travis Kelsey was on a linebacker. Right. And guess what? He threw guess a post it. pattern over the head of the linebacker for 30. Right. Right. All because of motion. Right. It tells you who's guarding who. That's why they do it. That's that's the, the thing with uh, when you're watching games like Kansas City and Buffalo. It's basically who's who almost who who's has the ball la- who has the ball last and yep. turnovers and who met who misses the wide open guy right right exactly did you see uh, Penn State uh, Minnesota Penn State scored on Minnesota not because Sean Clifford all of a sudden became his sixth year Kenny Pickett mm-hmm. the light went on no they ran the same play three times in a row where the tight end did a post pattern over the middle and the linebacker didn't drop right. He was open all three times. They got two touchdowns and a 25, 30-yard gain. Right. Second half, they dropped the linebacker. Guess what? They didn't have those big plays anymore. Mm-mm. They ran the ball for a couple more times. Yeah. <laughs> How dumb do you have to be if, if something works, keep running it? till they stop it. Now, the one thing I'm not a big as high on Bill Belichick as everyone else is, but the one thing I can tell you he'll do, if you don't stop a, let's just say a, off tackle left play with a guard pulling, you he know, keep, a counter keep, play. Keep running Don't run it. it ten times in a row. Yep, yep. It's well, NFL is getting worse just because coordinators are getting younger and they're out thinking the room, and there's a just a bad mix. There's not many. Everyone says, "What's well, parity?" Every we want everybody to be either three you and want two or two and suck. three. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't get it. It's frustrating. But well, you brought up. Uh, let's let's switch over to college football here. Um, yeah, bad you, weekend in Pittsburgh. A couple weeks. Yeah, well, two and a, two out of three here. Yeah, so, well, I want to start with Penn State. Um, right. We'll start with them and the win over Minnesota in the whiteout game. And I, I told you before we went on the air. It's like congratulations. Yeah. You guys scheduled a non-ranked. You just got yeah. scheduled anybody else but Ohio State, so your whiteout game record didn't go to five hundred. Yeah. But, uh, but, they do have a tendency to play the best team on the coolest yeah, night. Exactly. Um, but uh, let's talk about the the game before with Michigan, because you know I talked to a, a you know a couple of Penn State people beforehand, and the word that came up was disheartening, because Michigan really on both sides of the ball they punched him in the mouth, pushed Penn State around. Not even close. Yeah, it was not even close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Franklin, well, saw his goal in recruiting is to get running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. That's it. I haven't had a – he hasn't drafted an All-American or a first-round draft pick lineman since he's been there. They've had him. But mm-hmm. the, that uh, a guy starting for Tampa or Arizona this year, but he was there before Franklin. But let me ask you this question. Is it – and this is a conversation I was having uh, – offline with somebody is he does recruit extraordinarily well absolutely but horrible is, game day they ju- yeah that but also this person told me he and his staff do not know how to develop players like not especially linemen. on the line it's on the line not line yeah on the line they don't know how to develop them well i and i don't think they've had a good line coach since johnson left and went to ohio state mm. Um, he was good. He was absolutely phenomenal, and they let him go to Ohio State. Penn State did. But 
if you think about if you're a lineman, do you want to go to Penn State where they haven't had a good NFL lineman in I don't know how long? Right. Or do you want to go to, for God's sakes, Iowa, Iowa. Wisconsin, yeah. that get four out of their five that, linemen drafted every year? That fires their coach who averages nine to ten wins a season, but please go yeah, on. Yeah, Paul Crest. But <laughs> they don't do that well. No. And when it comes to Michigan, Ohio State, Big Ten has turned into a little bit of finesse with the they all big wide open offenses. Yeah. Michigan runs the ball. I formation. Yeah. Right? Fullback. Yeah. Fullback. Right. They you they know pound you. Until you stop it. Right. And then you gotta then they'll see if they can beat you. No one stopped it. Right. Um, Ohio State, they'll run from the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Michigan doesn't do that shit. Mm-mm. They line it up with a fullback and I formation or a whatever. Oh, somebody, wing T for Christ's sake. Somebody made a comment that Michigan's offense is what Pat Narduzzi wants to have. Uh, maybe. Okay. But uh, Michigan's I, offense I, I, I is a NFL short yardage offense. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And in, in college, you're not so, you're running against non-NFL players. So they ran, if I'm not mistaken, what was it, over 400 yards? Uh, combined between Combi- their two backs. Between, I, it was over at least three. I don't three know how, what yeah, it was. Yeah. But, um, but not only that, but Penn State's linemen couldn't keep. Penn State couldn't run. They couldn't get a run. And then... If you want to play Penn State, do you want Sean Clifford running the ball once in a while or the running game, or do you want him to drop back and pass? Right. He can't pass. He overthrows a deep ball nine out of ten times. It's either ten yards too far or ten yards too short. Right. And the receiver has to stop and wait for it. Rushing yards for Michigan, 418 yards rushing. So That's impressive. Yeah. When you break it down um, – Donovan Edwards, 16 carries for 173 yards, two touchdowns. Blake Corum, 28 carries, 166 yards, uh, two touchdowns. J.J. McCarthy. Quarterback. Uh, yeah, he was seven carries for 57 yards. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, C.J. Stokes, uh, four carries for 22 yards. Edwards averaged 10.8 yards a carry. I mean. Now, you talk about a game day coach, right, yeah. after that first half. Yeah. You, you you should bring down a safety into the box. Right. Right? Or or stack or the do, line stack with more than line. four guys. Yeah, Not dare one. them to throw. Nope. Yeah. Franklin doesn't do it. Yeah. I mean, that was there was, you know, only one turnover in the entire game. You just look at the statistics. Total yards <laughs> five sixty three to two sixty eight. Passing yards was the only thing. That Penn State had an advantage. How many one, times did McCarthy, did McCarthy one, throw? One fifty. How many times did McCarthy throw? He threw. He was seventeen of twenty-four for one hundred and forty-five yards. He threw the ball twenty-four times, and seventeen for only one hundred and forty-four yards. So screens and dump downs. Yeah. So they, um, if I do. Um, if I went, if I, if I look at the the Michigan's carries, they had thirty nine, forty nine, fifty five carries. They ran the ball fifty five times versus twenty four passes, mm-hmm. and they didn't get any better. Uh. Uh-uh. They. Didn't, it's not like Penn State came out in the fourth quarter and finally shut them down. No. They didn't change anything. No. No, you had uh, yards per play, 7.1 to 5.3. First downs, 28 to 10. Yeah, I mean, they got destroyed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, they play Ohio State this week, and right. James Franklin is 1-9. They didn't, they didn't punt the ball the whole game. Yeah. They didn't punt the ball. Well, you don't need to. Right. That means on fourth and three, you can get it running. Right. Uh, no, they got destroyed, and the difference is the coaches. Absolutely. But – Penn State's defense and Penn State's defensive line has one defensive tackle that is good, Mustafer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other kids are young; they're not big enough, they're not strong enough. They're they're speed guys, mm-hmm. you know. And their offensive linemen—they've never—they don't have a five-star offensive lineman across the board, not one. Yeah. So, but they have six quarterbacks and two that will <laughs> transfer, and fourteen number one running backs across the country. <laughs> 
You know, they have three three running backs that were number one ranked high school running backs in the country. Right. Singleton, and, and they're trying to, you know, fighting for playing time. Right. So, big deal. That's great. That's nice job. You should be in the ACC or the Pac-12 that like, that like to spread the ball out and pass to your running backs. Right. The big, the big Ten will punch in the mouth unless you stop it. Right. Every right. team. Wisconsin, three tight ends punch in the mouth until mm-hmm. you stop it. Right. Iowa. Same way. I mean, even right per- even Purdue in that opening night. Yeah. I mean. And they struggle with Purdue. Yeah. Their defensive line at Purdue. Yeah. Because they have big defensive tackles that mean that you can't move. Penn mm-hmm. State's linemen can't move those kids. Right. It's not going to change. This week, Ohio State is just too good Yeah. for Penn State. Now, they're not going to be Michigan punch you in the mouth. They're going to beat you with speed. Yeah, right. And Penn State's secondary is actually very good. They're young. Yeah. Yeah. Joey Porter Jr., um, he's a sophomore. Is he um, going to leave after this year? Do you think he'll declare? Are you allowed to declare yeah, after he your can, sophomore? Because he's, yeah, because he, he he's older? had three years, yeah. I don't know if he has had three years. No, I think I, he's a true I, freshman. There were some mock drafts saying that the Steelers are going to take him. Okay. Well, then maybe, uh, yeah. uh, if, he's allowed, if he's eligible, he'll go. Okay. I mean, you can't screw up a first-round pick. Right. You get hurt, you're done. But yeah, um, Penn, but I, I, again, good recruiter. As far as I know, he he loves his players. He takes care of his players. He graduates mm-hmm. over seventy percent of his players. Right, that's unheard of. Right. So if you're gonna have kids where he keeps in contact, did you see the how many Penn State alumni are at the game against uh, this week against Minnesota? Minnesota? They had probably, I don't know, seven former players came back in the mm-hmm. last two, three years, mm-hmm. and probably five more texted or called Franklin the day after the Michigan loss. Mm-hmm. Really good relationships right. with him. He's a right. good dude. He doesn't get in trouble. Of, I don't think he's a fake dude. Mm-hmm. Um, are you happy going 9-3 and three and going to a bowl game every year and having good graduation rates and the bowl money? You're on national TV a lot. Mm-hmm. You're getting all that revenue. Are you good with nine and three? Because if you are, he's going to be there forever. Right. If you want to win a national title, he's not the guy. Yeah. So I don't know. But I hate watching James Franklin coach. I absolutely hate him. His facial expressions, his hell, half the time he doesn't even know what's going on. He's like on the headset, uh, talking into a headset to the guys upstairs, like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, and there's like seven on the play clock. And looking at the long game here, um, we we had a previous podcast where we had Wayne Wagner on talking about like these NIL deals, things like that, you know. And we t- we talked about like how are the Penn States of the world going to compete in that? Again, I mean, look, we already know how badly it affected Pitt this year. You know, you you look at the on the field, they miss having a Jordan Addison. Even because oh, anybody because you know, even the other team is double teaming him, you know, it's still it's open to somebody you, else. Up. Somebody else is going to be open. Um, so how, you know, how is, and I mean, Wayne, Wayne even said, like, I, I asked, well, how's Penn state going to compete against that? And he's like, they they can't, you can't do it. You no. can't do it. No, you can't. I mean, now even look at like, look at the sec, like Tennessee is a really good team again. You know, Tennessee's bad. Now Tennessee has a hell of a booster program where well, and they're going to have that kind of money. Nick Saban came out and said Texas A&M paid for every one of their starters. Yeah, and like, they year. suck. They suck. They still got the kids. You got Maybe them, they got the wrong kids. Well, they got the wrong coach. Well, the wrong coach, I don't think Jimbo Fisher's that good, but, but anyway. Bottom line is, he said, you know, we used to get those kids when it was even. Yeah, but now, they're, now you can pay them. And then, of course, everyone says you've been paying kids forever. Yeah. You know, most colleges have. Right. Right. Oh, God, who was it this week that was said that when they – some former college player said that when they walked into their dorm room on the first day, there was a gigantic bag of cash <laughs> on his bunk. There you go. And it helped – it just covered him for – Year, you know, it was anonymous. Two. Anonymous cash. It just laying in it was like over. It was like over 100 grand. Well, like just took care of him for the whole time he was in school. God, I forget who that well, and it comes out that Reggie Bush, not only did Reggie Bush get a little hand, but they bought his family a beach house. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's uh, that's why, like, 
The whole the whole worship. I'll of tell you Pete. what, we'll take the Heisman from him. Well, great, they still got a national title out of it. And nothing happened to Pete Carroll. He moved on to the NFL. And nothing happened to Reggie Bush. Nothing happened to Reggie Bush really either. No, just took his Heisman away. But should have sold that some bitch the day before they came to get it. Put it on eBay. Yeah, I'd take something for it. <laughs> yeah, there's probably rules with the Heisman committee. You're not allowed to do that. So Penn State bounced back. I don't think they can beat Ohio State. Um, okay. I don't know. The spread's 14, I think. I, I didn't. I can't confirm that, but I think I saw today somewhere where it said 14 points. Okay. I don't know if we can get our producer to look that up. But um, I would take Ohio State. I bet, you know, just for fun, of course, my biggest bet of the year so far is bet on Michigan over Penn State. And that was yeah. an easy win. <laughs> just because of I, I don't – I think Penn State is – Always going to be the bet, either third or fourth best team in the Big Ten every year. Yeah. Minus fourteen. All right, so it's still fourteen. No, it's th- yes, yeah, it's, it's thirteen, but it, on some it's like fourteen. That's a Penn State. Actually, right now, according to Caesar Sportsbook, it's fifteen and a half. So is it at Penn State? It's at Penn State. Yeah. So they're a, a road team's coming in, two touchdowns, more than two touchdown favorite. Yeah. Would you be tempted to take Penn State if it's that many no. points? Hell no. Okay. I'm tempted to still take Ohio State, but I probably won't touch it. Yeah. Just because my heart and my head do two different things. <laughs> like, I'd be happy. Would I be happy if Penn State lost by 14, so I lost the bet and they still got crushed? No. Right. I'd right. probably have to throw a rock through a neighbor's window. <laughs> but, no, it's it's frustrating Knowing that there are certain games every year that they're not going to be competitive. And it's not going to change. But, again, 9-10 wins a year, bowl game, money, 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 110,000 people every Saturday. Right, right, exactly. I don't think Penn State's going to hurry to get rid of them because of that. They just, they're they right. not in the national championships either, in, in the national championship realm. Hopefully Harbaugh goes back to NFL. If Michigan has a good bowl run this year, they win the Big Ten or they're in the Big Ten championship game and play well or they beat Ohio State again, Harbaugh's getting some NFL calls. Uh, yeah. He had some last year. He said, yeah. no, I'm not done here yet. He, yeah, because as of right now, well, it'll all come down to Michigan versus Ohio State. Yep. You know, and this, Always does. This, this year it's at Ohio State. So yeah, but where's that going to land? Can Ohio State stop that run? Yeah. I don't know. That's true. Better than Penn State did, but I don't know if he can. You got to make that young heart, that young quarterback throw the ball. Right, right. You have to. I don't right. care if you have to put everybody go one on one on every receiver, and if you do, mm-hmm. Ohio State will burn you. Right. But you still got to get the ball to him. And I think the best quarterback in the country is C.J. Stroud. Yeah. That's why I think they're going to beat Penn State. Um, talking about we were talking about great football games, and you and I were like. We texted about uh, Tennessee and Alabama and what just a, I mean, that's why college football is just that's why you watch so every Saturday, awesome. just in case something just turns so into that. Just so awesome. Um, the struggles with Pitt this year, I mean, I think that for me, the biggest disappointment on this team has been the offensive line. By far. Um, Even the defensive cr- line isn't as good as I thought they'd be. Right. Um, with a bunch of returners. Right. Um, Slovis has really struggled. But. I, I also, there's, you know, pe- people brought up their offensive coordinator because Mark Whipple went to Nebraska, although that hasn't worked out great. Yeah, how's that work? Um, but they brought in Frank Signetti, and I know there's a lot of, a lot you know, of Pittsburgh Signetti people. Right, and he, you know, is, he's seemingly a nice guy, but he kind of rides on the coattails of his dad's legacy. Um, and... You know, it's just it's been a struggle watching this team. Although I got to tell you, watching Abanacanda against Virginia Tech was just unreal. I think Abanacanda can win the Heisman. Well, he can't based on after they they couldn't keep giving him the ball against Louisville, so he didn't get a lot of yards. Although he had a good average and he had a touchdown. Um, you know, when you get behind, Slovis looks unsure. I don't know if it's since looking. he got hurt. Or what? Yeah. But his he's very slow yeah. on his progressions, yeah. and he holds the ball too long. Way too long. But that was his knock at USC. Yeah. Hell of an arm. Very accurate. Yeah. 
very slow, holds the ball, progressions are slow. Yeah. But he yeah. won't throw it. No, he won't. Unless let you're it go. wide open. So if your guy's open on the way your play design is and your first read is good, right. he's he's good. Right. He'll get the ball to you. He's very accurate. So Pitt's main thing this year is is like just hoping to make it to a bowl game at this point. You know, uh, the, but the loss to Georgia Tech, yeah, is a fireable offense. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, you uh, know, I don't like him anyway. Yeah, I know. He's a. I don't want a coach that loves field goals. I don't want a coach in my employ. Yeah. That loves field goals. Yeah. Narduzzi loves field goals. Yeah. I don't care if he's getting beat twenty-eight to seven, mm-hmm. where he, he needs three straight touchdowns. He'll, he'll kick, kick it, that field goal with a minute left in the third. Make it 28-10. So, great. You <laughs> lost by 18 instead of 21. That's a nice job, Pat. It, Way to get your kickers some confidence. Is it because Blewett kicked that game-winning field goal against Clemson? <laughs> I don't know. But what, right. Why would you ever want a kicker with the last name Blewett? Well, he did He did have a cup of coffee in the NFL, so good for him. Good for him. Um, yeah, is, well, uh, so it, did Sam Ficken. <laughs> we called him effing Ficken when he was at Penn State. Penn State the first year, I think Hackenberg was still there. They were losing games 9-6, and he missed three field goals because Hackenberg was stunk after Bill O'Brien left. Who was, who, was, who was worse? Was it Hackenberg or Sean Clifford? Hackenberg. <laughs> Hackenberg just – Hackenberg got hit. He got the David Carr syndrome. Yeah. Oh. After he got so many hits so many times after his freshman year, he was seeing he defenders was, that weren't see, there. He was, he was rushing in a clean pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And then some idiot in the NFL decides to draft him. Jets, I believe. Jets uh, did. I don't. <laughs> again, anyway. Bad decision. But I listen, so, the the Pittsburgh the pit situation is not good. You can blame the offensive coordinator, the offensive line has people back and they were good. Yeah. They're not they're not playing good. well. They're not playing well. No. So I don't know what's going on there. I I don't like the coach. I don't like the offensive coordinator. And they're at North Carolina next. I think that's going to be another loss based on favored? what we've seen. No, they're not. North three, Carolina, three and a half, maybe. Yeah, let me let me let me get the producer to okay, check. Okay, so North that Carolina's out. offense is good, but I think Pitt could outscore them if they give Slovis the first guys open. Maybe the jet sweep will be opening up for them. I don't know. Here's the thing: when it comes to these with Pitt, they could play a team like North Carolina, and if they can run the ball, they're going to beat them. They're going to keep them off the field. And if you can't stop a Banacanda, they're going to win the game. But then they play a team like Georgia Tech in Louisville, and they stop the run, and you're screwed. The the spread is three and a half. Yeah. The pit's pits getting three and a half. I didn't – I would have to look to see how North Carolina is against the run this year. I don't know – how many yards per game they're giving up. Um, obviously, the better coach coaches for North Carolina. Right. Um, right. Um, North I, Carolina I, I, this year, um, they, they beat Appalachian State. That's 63 to 61. Wild. That was just wild watching that. that. Um, then they only beat Georgia State by a touchdown. Yeah, I think they got then, it going though. Then they got hammered by Notre Dame. Um, they crushed Virginia Tech, but then again, everybody has. They beat Miami by three, which I thought was a big deal at the they were, time. Well, they were behind that uh, game too. Yeah, and Miami just got absolutely annihilated by Duke. Yeah. But North Carolina beat Duke by three. So let's let's look at the stats real quick of the Duke game. Um, so for Duke. I mean, Duke ran for nearly 300 yards. Okay, so that tells North me Carolina. that you can run the ball on them. Because yeah. if anybody within earshot can tell me Duke's starting tailback, you'll win a Basement Sports Podcast T-shirt. We'll have to get them made. We don't even have any. Yeah. So that's how much I'm confident that we're not having that. Yeah, but they, so they, that's why I think Pittsburgh has a chance, and I might take the th- the points so if, with against, the hook against. Um, Against Notre Dame, they gave up 287 yards rushing. Um, let's just look at it. I know bad. Appalachian State just dismantled them rushing. Yeah, Appalachian State in that game, uh, they rushed for um, 288 yards, nearly 300 <laughs> yeah. yards. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's let's look at one of the uh, 
the even though they, the they beat. Let's look at the Miami game. Um, Miami, North Carolina gave up. Now that was that was a good performance by them. They gave up 42 yards rushing against Miami, but Miami threw for nearly 500 yards. Okay, so their defense game. isn't good. Right. But you know what that tells me is coming into that Miami game, the coaching staff said you're not going to run you're on us anymore. Not going to run. We're going to make you throw. And Miami did. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you if you're facing Pitt, what's your game plan? Stop the run. Or are you going to let this Slovis kid who holds the ball and it makes slow progression decisions right. beat you? Right. You have to. You can, right. you have to stop the run game. Right. And that's most people, but especially against Pitt's offense. Right. Right. West Virginia stopped it and Pitt looked like they were running in mud. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And West Virginia turns out isn't very good. No, not. <laughs> well, it's been over an hour. Thank God. Another one. My brain but, hurts. Hey, hey everybody, thanks for joining us for Basement Sports Podcast. Remember to check us out on where you can find all your podcasts, either iTunes, Spotify, etc. We're also on Twitter, Facebook. If you want to Twitter send face. Us, we on Twitter face. If you want to send us an email, basement sports podcast at gmail.com. It's basement sports podcast at gmail.com. Send us a message on Facebook. No, we're on Insta or on Twitter. Twitter. Insta Twitter. Or our Facegram. No, or is it what are we on? isn't it meta? No, it's not Facebook anymore. It's meta. Meta World Peace? No. There's a, Let's get there's him a, a guest. Let's get him on there. Man, that'd be awesome. That, <laughs> that could easily fill an hour. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.